to this week's episode of Guild Chat. This is number whatever something. I don't know that number. Yes. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us this morning. And the first thing I would personally like to talk about is what over there. What did we say? Flesh and blood. Yeah. So the screen says Time Twister Invitational. So it oh, does. There we go. Okay. This though says Flesh and Blood Bright Lights. That it does say Flesh and Blood Lights. So let's give a. See, we got six viewers in already. So, yeah. Um, Bright Lights, we just had our pre-release. And successful. Uh, Sunday. Very successful. successful. We had a lot of people show up um, to let you know kind of the idea of how successful we were. We were able to get a hold of some extra boxes of, on top of what we were allocated. And we sold out. That's pretty awesome. Um, so, we were allocated eight boxes. Um, Good morning. Good morning, Tanner. Good morning. Um, we were allocated eight boxes, and we got five additional boxes, if I remember right. No, more than that. About that, anyway. Either way, we sold every single box. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, though. Um, now, we did open a couple for the store. Yeah, yeah. you did know, um, on stream, though, right? I watched that. Did one of them yeah. on stream, yeah. and the other one we were just sort of curious. Uh, opened it one evening. Honestly, I needed a bit of a dopamine release. Um, I mean, it's cyberpunk. Who, who would have thought? Yeah, and it wasn't just I, – I, it was just a down evening for me mentally. I feel uh, that. And, you know, cracking packs is a really good therapy. It is. Um, Very underrated. Yeah. And we pulled really good out of those first two boxes. I pulled two Chase Majestics and, and legendary. one Legendary. Yeah. No, no wait, have you seen the pre-sale two price for that Two Legendaries. legendaries. That's it. Uh, which one? The, the, the singularity, singularity Technical Wilson? Have we got any actual real information on so it? So th- there's pre-sale pricing. Yeah, which people are just sort of guessing at how valuable it is. Which yeah, gives I mean, you a good idea. It is an expensive therapy, but it pays off if if you pull that It's not that as expensive target. as real therapy. Yeah, it's not as expensive if you paid for a therapist. <laughs> and I can't take that home with me after. You uh, should so uh, The legendary, oh, that's come down significantly what people were listing it. It was like two thirty last so, I looked. Uh, the listings right now are two seventy four, two seventy three, two seventy three, two seventy three, ninety nine, ninety eight, and ninety nine. Jesus, <laughs> this is why. This is why you have to wait. Judge uh, correctly. So, What's yeah, the first other people, like Star City Games. Okay, Star City Games has theirs listed for hundred bucks. Can we talk about how they list stuff on TCG Player when they literally have their own website to sell it cards? People to them though. True. Um, I mean, it does, but Star City Games will put whatever price they want on there. Good morning, Hannah. Never move it. You know that whatever they say, they'll just wait because somebody's going to go and say, What's "I up, only Gannon? want to buy from Star City Games, so I'm going to buy." It's five dollars extra, but I will go ahead and buy from them. That doesn't make any sense. So, but looking at that, two hundred seventy-four ninety-nine, all the way down to ninety-eight dollars and one. You should you should throw that on the screen down here. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um, there you go. Now everybody can see. Everybody. Uh, by the way, uh, we are a little bit fumbly right now. We've changed a lot of stuff in the uh, streaming room, in the war room. Uh, we've got two computers set up now that we're capture carding to one another in an attempt to make the video game streaming a little bit more smooth. Yeah, and um, we broke something. I don't know what we did, but uh, <laughs> we're able to pick the mics up, I'm hoping, very clearly. Um Oh, this is for uh, Singularity Teclovason. There you go. Um, so, as of right now, that means that if two of those sell, the market value will be sitting at about one fifty ish. But nobody's going to buy a two hundred seventy four dollar one with ninety nine dollars. Exactly. It's the same. Especially problem with Star the... City Games. Star City Games will will set the first price. Yeah. So it's a hundred dollar value card right now. It's the same problem with. Uh prisms angels from dust till dawn they were mm-hmm. super high and now they're like 20 bucks each oh yeah you've got anything that's very high value you've got to come down or wait because mm-hmm. if two things have ever sold for 300 dollars, but the last one sold like four months ago it's not a 300 dollars value oh thanks for the follow yeah who gives the follow i missed it paneros is that how you paneros? say paneros paneros thank you paneros oh yeah oh i see it yeah Oh, thank you, Paneros. I personally use my Amazon Prime sub for the podcast. Yeah. I did too. So if you have Amazon Prime, you get a free sub on Twitch. You should yeah. do that to us. Um, the subs are actually helping us a lot. Uh, we are 
God, we're investing. Anyway, let me let me back up a little bit. <laughs> so, Bright Lights went really well. Yeah, um, we had a lot of fun. We played for a long time. We did. Uh, the pool rates were up, were a little bit closer to a morning, normal. Scott. Uh, yeah, morning. Uh, a little bit closer to a, a normal pool rate. Uh, in the past, we noticed that the first couple weeks of shipments, the pool rates seemed significantly higher, right? So we kind of hoped that it would be higher in this one. Then when we cracked that box and got a legendary out of it and legendary out of the second box, we're like, well, shit, it is. And then several boxes later and just we pulled maybe one or two more yeah. legendaries which is again is a normal pull rate and it's very unfortunate uh, but scott was just the last person to jump in chat so i'll use him for example yeah he's got three boxes and thank you karsten um has not pulled a legendary yeah yeah so. but yeah he pulled like six majestics or something on like that the other end though nate has actually pulled some le- some majestics which never happens never happens holy crap i know right um he pulled it right here on stream, and so there was there was witness. Yeah, uh, we were was witness. Yeah, um, so Nate's luck has come up a little bit from that, which is cool. Anyway, I'm really really enjoying it. Um, I actually went through and made a spreadsheet. I uh, saw that of every single card that I have uh, with bright lights to see just how far away I am from having a full playset. Um, I pulled out. I'm only keeping three cards of each right now. And that's just because three is your maximum play. Yeah. Uh, and one of each of the equipments. The rest of them I put into a bulk box. I'm going to let James look through it first. And after he looks through it and gets what he needs, I'm just going to put them on the shelf as bulk. Um, so you will have some extra. Because some people are going to have, you know, some random common that they need one more of. It always ends up happening. It's always the common. It's Because you, you can't find them because they only exist in bulk. You can't yeah. just go to a binder and say, I want that card. You know. It's a... Uh, that's a good set. I mean, I personally don't wouldn't play a mechanologist, but we're going to have to work something out, Gavin. Um, by the way, I have two of that brute card. We do a smashing performance. Yeah, was the name of that card. Of them. There you go, Gavin. And if you're listening, Jordan, yeah. let's see. I think when I looked at it, somebody had it listed for like twenty bucks. It's come down. So about thirteen is what it was at high, about eight fifty for low. It'll probably begin. It'll begin selling at eight fifty. Star City's got it at nine dollars. So it'll probably end up being seven dollar card. Yeah, once, seven, it's, eight once it stabilizes. So honestly, Gavin, it ain't gonna take you much. <laughs> Just uh, I don't know. I might make you and Jordan have a game against each other. <laughs> Winner gets the card. Yeah, now Jordan's on Bravo. That's right, yeah. Um, Bravo and Fi. So the winners of the pre-release were Cody got first place. And Scott. And Scott got second place. So and we might have a little bit of a match to uh, against Scott and Skylar again uh, when Skylar's got a little bit extra time because he, he, I think he felt like he was rushed a little bit. Um, Jordan wasn't. But, you know, it's just one of those. Like Pre-releases take a long time. Yeah. By the end of the night, a lot of people are tired. We had uh, had one person actually had to leave early. Yeah. Um, So we ended up having to have middle of the game buys. What was our number? 20? 20, 25, something like that. Um, That's pretty cool. It was good, Uh, especially for a set that focuses so hard on one class. Yeah. Even So if you're not interested in Mechanologist uh, and you don't like the aesthetic appeal of it, then... It's very likely that you just weren't very interested in, the, yeah. in doing a pre-release. I think it had a lot to do with the expansion slots. Most of the expansion slot cards are really good. Oh, yeah, like, the Assassin, Sheik Racers, yeah. uh, Smashing well, Performance. Tome. That Tome, tome card is just astronomical for Droma. Yeah. Uh, actually, then, uh, didn't Scott pull a Tome? I don't know. I think yeah, Scott, I yeah, Scott pulled did, it yeah. when he was here with me the other day. But uh, she Droma, well, I think they made the Tome card for Fi, but Droma is going to use it because they made the Chroma Dust for Droma too, and that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm probably going to try to start building my my deck out pretty soon. Who Droma? Uh, me? No, just no my. Oh, Max. My, my, I was about to be like, stick. I don't know who you well, are. Well, I, I cataloged everything, but I haven't actually started building. Um, yeah, Max is definitely who I'm building. I got Cody pulled Max the hype. 
Uh, he told me he gave it to you. Yeah, well, I, I bought it from him. Well, whatever. I went ahead and it was like it was listed for twenty five dollars. I'm like, it's for right now. It's worth twenty five dollars. So here. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, he That's said fair. that you had it. Yeah, um, we've seen a, a couple dash IOs pulled. Yeah, I don't think I've seen esteem magnate Teclavos and esteem magnate yet. I don't know. I've not. Uh, if somebody pulled it, they didn't mention yeah. it. Um, I kind of like how they changed the hero stuff. Like Blitz Hero, Young Heroes, they're just tokens. So guaranteed you're going to get them. There's plenty of options. So if you want to play Blitz, which is supposed to be entry-level friendly, right, you should be able to get it easily. Um, but if you want to play Classic Instructor, you got to try a little harder. So, you know, Majestic. I kind of like how that worked out. It makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it sucks when you're looking for that one and don't pull it for a while. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was gonna say I'm not really a big fan of them making heroes majestic level rarity. That as cuts long as they off. keep, as long as they keep CC level, not any blitz heroes. Um, Narrows hit up one pre-release in Huntsville. We opened five total boxes between sealed and prize packs and saw two dash IO. That's, that seems about that's right. about yeah. the about the ratio we were seeing. Yeah, I think. I think Scott got a dash O, and I'm almost certain someone else did, but yeah. I can't remember I need, who. I need Scott a dash O and a tech level. He had to get one from somebody. Well, he got one. That's what um, I'm saying. Nick, no, Tim Taylor pulled a dash O, I think. Or no, Nick it was uh, one of them. Um, Clark. Clark pulled one. Oh, yeah. Clark pulled one. Yeah. I thought one of the Taylors pulled one, too. Uh, no. I could be wrong. There, there was, was so much going, going on. on. Yeah. Uh, James was sick on Sunday. So it was just me and Joey. We we came in, and we got my nephew to come in here, Karsten, uh, and he hung up some lights with us. Um, we hung them up backwards on accident, so we had to we had to do some work around uh, <laughs> to figure that out. So he was up like ladder was being moved around right in the middle of people getting ready for that. There was a couple, few people here playing Lorcana still, which you know we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, um, we had some magic players here. Yeah. Uh, we had yeah we had a couple tables full of magic. We had to kind of move them over to a side because we knew we were going to get packed out. It was a real exciting day. I got a good picture of it put online. Um, I dislike yeah. adult heroes being harder to get. Makes them a little more pricey in the end. Yeah, I get it. And I, I get that it's an issue. But if they're going to make one of the two a little harder to get, make it the classic constructed because that one you have to kind of work for. You can't just – it's not new player – oriented you don't i'm not saying they should always do it but don't do blitz that way you know always let the blitz heroes be you know special yeah. or special for the new players yeah i understand what you're saying but i don't think heroes should be hard to get a hold of period yeah i mean we can argue that with a lot of cards like i don't think staple equipment should be hard to get but it probably should be well, i mean i understand you know? why equipment would be harder to get a hold of than a hero like you it's also it's, it's exciting though to get something that not everybody else can just pull i understand that you but know? like like you said with equipment you don't necessarily need that piece of equipment you can always substitute in a different one but you literally need the hero yeah. to play yeah she did spend 70 dollars for a blitz hero that's been steady for it did you buy shiana she bought shiana didn't she we're not allowed to talk about that. She got on to me the other day for dropping information that wasn't public knowledge. I don't care what she thinks. <laughs> I mean, we were laughing about it, but still. Um, Clark pulled a legendary. I don't remember what Clark pulled. Okay, everybody knows now. Yeah, she bought. She bought. She's been saying it on the Discord, so yeah. she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she, she was like. What, what, what is this about you just like telling everybody my heroes like you, you've been out here playing with people like out in public and I didn't know you know you gotta put signs up <laughs> <laughs> speaking of signs have you noticed the new table signs yeah they said casual when I went in here casual I was like filthy and, casuals no, on the other side it says so competitive. Uh, competitive oh okay so, you so the table um, if you're wanting to play casual competitive you just flip the sign the way that you want to play so so with uh, flesh and blood in mind this weekend we're doing a round the table, um, which is really just pit fight, right? <sighs> round the table was the new box that Tellurian Community College um, worked with LSS to create. We opened all the decks and went through all the cards on stream last week. We did. And they were surprisingly pretty good decks. Good. Yeah. yeah. Now, obviously very designed to be in pit fight. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, like 
the Professor Teklavosin card gets things like uh, according to how many people are your opponents, yeah. you get different bonuses. So, you know, as you go through the game and it becomes a 1v1 at the end, if you're still in there, he's not any more powerful than anyone else at that point. Uh, we did have one group played with the four. I believe it was the uh, the Guardian. I can't remember his name. The, car- the Guardian one. Yeah, Brevin. Brevin, yeah. Brevin won. Um, as expected, Professor Teklavosin was targeted hard in the beginning because he just he, does so much damage. He does. He, he's the obvious target. Yeah, but the um, bard, the bard is going to be a sleeper hit in these. And I think Ira is just kind of garbage. I think in three hits, uh, Cody playing the bard did over sixty damage. Yeah, I'm sure. Final so act. I think it was nineteen, ridiculous. twenty, and like twenty-one or twenty-two. Uh, yeah, final act built up properly. Is insane. It's it, it's the, a very well named card. Final act. Um, anyway, so this weekend we're gonna start doing our um, probably monthly uh, round the table pit fighting event. So LSS is wanting to start pushing a more new player friendly event. Yeah. Uh, so we have the armory. This is part of the armory. Set the uh, the social play events, right? Yeah, the social yeah. play. Social play is designed to be only pit fight in in an event to be more social because there's four people at the table instead of just two. Yeah, um, and it keeps it at blitz level and no real uh, ban list. So any deck bought off, like you can buy Oldham off the wall, and there you go, you can play. Where you can't play Oldham in the standard other stuff. Are you talking about the LL format? Um, no, it's the pit fight. Oh, yeah, pit fight doesn't have ban list. Yeah, well, no. they do, but it's like two cards, um, which you may as well not. Right. You know. it, what is Rudy and no, not Rudy. York. You always say Rudy. It's I know. <laughs> That's why I knew York was in the back of my mind. That's why yeah, I was York, right York, and go, and go bananas. Which I think I should allow go bananas. Uh, go bananas I, would I like be fun, it. but it would be dangerous. fun for me <laughs> <laughs> to watch. Maybe. Well, it's because you have to go buy a pack. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, what do you do if you can't buy a pack? Like, you literally have $0, you just lose the game? Have to trade a card in? No, if we if we don't have any. Oh. That's interesting. I don't think that would ever happen. No, I'm saying, <laughs> if, like... But if it didn't, I, I guess I, I would do something like Wish, like you can pull a card from, that you own from outside the game. No, like we didn't have any packs. If we didn't have any packs, no, no, no. He asked if they didn't have any. Well, I mean, money it's to the same concept. I mean, I guess same so. concept. You yeah. can't get a hold of a pack. Um, you can't play the card. I guess pitch, pitch that card. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, a final act with Shiana would be pretty sick. Uh, well, you would have to find ways to make. Wait, is that the one that makes you pitch cards and does X damage based upon pitch cards? And Yes. Yeah. It doesn't make you pitch cards. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, however many cards are pitched. So that's the reason you use them with the coppers in conjunction with that so that you can keep on drawing more cards and pitching right. more. Um, I think Final But you light. have to have something to pitch for. So, final light. Because you, be you can't pitch for no reason. Better. It would be a weird tag team heroes final act with Kasai building up copper. Oh man, tag teams with these new cards. Tag teams going to be going to get interesting. Yeah, because that, about that's dash. a home, that's a homebrew format, so we haven't been able to flesh out any hard rules that need to be put in. Think about know? Dash and Max Nitro together. Yeah, you could look and, at the top, and that works for the lore until she stabbed him in the damn back. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she's an asshole. Yeah, she is Princess Teclo. Now I'm still interested in seeing what the rest of that story is. Um, so yeah. Uh, we I've, I've talked to probably four or five people just this week about in, getting into Flesh and Blood. Is it the Magic players? No, it's actually a couple couples. No, it's new people like coming into the store. Yeah. like Kind of like, out of nowhere. Yesterday, this guy came in and he's like, my friend plays Flesh and Blood, but it's no one who plays here. 
was like, I wanted to get into it so I can start playing. And yeah. he says he's going to start showing up. Good. Then the guy who was wanting to. The guy who to, plays Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, the guy who's wanting to do the he's Edison format. He's building a Dromai deck. That guy? Yeah, yeah, he's wanting to build it. He's, he bought Dromai and Fonda. Yeah, he's wanting to build Dromai. That's, that's the starter deck for like everybody, you know. Just burn Dromai. Just get her out of the game. I mean, Dromai is easy to understand when you come from a, a build-up-a-board state. Yeah, it's easy to understand game. that you're cheating. And <laughs> you're playing a different game. I don't. don't uh, so, I don't anyway, he's Dromai. talking about it. Um, you said that somebody came in here yesterday yeah. and said their friend played. Yeah. And we didn't even know who those people were. So, like, Flesh and Blood is growing even outside of the store, which, of course, it will. But as big as our community is, it's fun to hear that there's people that, that is also growing naturally without us pushing it. Right? Right. Because yeah, we, we grew very um, organically inside the store. Mm-hmm. You know, people love the game. They show that passion. People pick that passion up, and they start – you know, they, they feed off of other people's passion and realize that it's a good game after they give it a chance. Yeah, we killed the whole Yu-Gi-Oh community building a Flesh and Blood one. I, yeah, at least put it on hold. I don't think we killed it. Well, Bandai yeah. killed it. Let's say like <laughs> 90% of the Yu-Gi-Oh players now play Flesh and Blood. Yeah, well, they, didn't, they weren't given a good option. That's true. You know. Konami hates everybody, so. Yeah, did I say Bandai? Yeah. You did yeah. say Bandai. Konami. We were just going to let you roll yeah. with it. Well, I was Bandai did own it at one point, right? I, I feel like it was Bandai Konami at one point, yeah. but yeah. that might just be because you just said that. I'm too. old, so yeah. <laughs> all of my information is old. Same. I stopped learning new things like 10 years ago. That's why we can't figure out this audio issue. That's fair. Um, plan is just to buff everyone unless they aggro me. Yeah, I mean, as a bard. Or, or with barred cards, you can just buff, buff, buff. I think she's talking about Shiana. Yeah, was that, that, but talking about using final mm-hmm. acts and things like that. Okay. Um, buffing people is, is fun because let's say I'm, I'm buffing you guys. Y'all, y'all end up just fighting each other because I'm giving you a perk. So when you do take me out, you lose that perk. But you know you need to take me out because I'm going to get too strong at some point. Like you look over and there's like 14 copper. You, you got to hit. You got to swing. Yeah. You, you got to give up your perks. You That's know? how I got as far as I did playing Kano in a pit fight. Yeah. I got into the final. Uh, I wound up losing because Jordan hates me. <laughs> but uh, I would basically just draw cards and sit there, and I would have my full combo in my hand waiting. Yeah, this is actually interesting. Uh, so Hannah says, uh, I am writing a paper on Fab currently. I've gotten way too deep into the game. She was telling me about this um, with with her school. She's got a paper, if I remember right, something about the differences in magic and flesh and blood. If I remember right, um, which she claims is kind of just like a easy for her. But I think the the depth there that you can get into because you can get into what the mindset differences are in the communities. Yeah, because we compare and contrast. Yeah, so we've. Uh, experienced that here at the store uh we've there was at one point Skylar and i think scott and a couple other people maybe were talking on our discord to, in the magic group yeah. saying hey guys yeah and alan of course uh, poking the fire uh Skylar is always the one to try to push flesh and blood he, he he's amazing at that uh he loves to spend other people's money <laughs> i know from experience you do yeah that's what i was talking about more than, more so than i've seen else. so many times like yeah you do yeah you, you don't need two packs you need for you need a whole box. No, need Skylar, whole box. no that's, the, that's the thing. I'm like, Skylar, do I want to buy a pack? He's like, nah, you want to buy a whole box. I'm yeah. like, hey, I want to buy a whole box. And, and you, you need, guys are just like, looking at me. Now that you bought one, you definitely need to buy another one. And it worked. <laughs> it worked on multiple occasions. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, they got into the flesh and blood, into the uh, magic channel on Discord. And we're like, hey guys, you know, why don't y'all come try out flesh and blood? And the magic group was like, hey, don't come over here talking to us. This is, this is our house. Yeah. You know? And they're like, why don't y'all come play with us? So, like, a couple of people are like, bet. You know, I'm still Scott, trying to build my Scott mind. immediately, like, bought yeah. a pre con, yeah. altered it. it, started learning it, started playing, uh, was here playing several days a week to just be ready to come play. Mm-hmm. He came, I'm he still, played, still he my had day. some decent fun. He still plays a little bit on occasion, yeah. uh, didn't just give it up. And nobody from the Magic community has thus far jumped. To just try dip their toes into this world. It's it's hard speaking. It's not though speaking as someone from from looking from outside both communities because you know I, I I dabble in flesh and blood, but you know magic is my bread and butter. It's hard to get a magic player who's focused on nothing but magic 
to try something new. It is. Because they spent all that time and effort into perfecting a magic deck or a couple of magic decks to where they want to be the most competitive or do the most shenanigans. And then they walk into something that they have no control over. They just don't like giving up that control. So are you saying magic players are too narrow-minded? No. I'm saying they're too complex-minded to be able to adapt. Too big-brained to try other things. Yeah. Yeah. They can't. They can't afford one more wrinkle in there, huh? So that so and, and I pick, but I I play Magic and Flesh Blood. So, so for the casual Magic player, it's not that huge of a jump to go try Flesh and Blood, but um, for a Magic player who like just plays Magic competitively, they've done dump so much money into it. They have, they but they don't want to. You know, that could be said for a lot of stuff. Yu Gi Oh, for instance, Yu Gi Oh takes a lot of brain power and focus to really, really perfect your deck. And because it's not even just like what cards do I put in here, but you basically have to memorize everything. Like well, every on, single Come play with us. Um, and they, they jump over pretty easily. Yeah. But again, like we said, Yu-Gi-Oh! has been chess. dying for many years. Yu-Gi-Oh! is chess is basically what it is. It is, but at the same time, it's chess that keeps having the same pieces re-released as and repackaged as if it's something new. And that's the big problem. Uh, and, and then they change the rules every once in a while and some people don't like that. Yeah. The, 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 the biggest problem with Yu-Gi-Oh! is basically Konami picks one, maybe two decks. I think right now it's probably Cash Tira, Brain Dead, and Unchained. And they're like, screw every other deck, let's push these people. Yeah. So it became a little bit easy to make that choice. Magic, you do have to focus a lot. Yeah. You've got to put a lot of money into it. You put a lot of effort into it. But Flesh and Blood doesn't take much thinking to start. No, You can so literally buy this box, sit down, have fun, meet the community. That, what people were trying to say is, hey, you guys have a community. We also have a community. Let's work together well, and build a bigger community. community. Together. Yeah. And it's still the guild, right? Yeah. It's not everybody here is is part of the guild family. I don't think there's any hate on either side. No, there's not. It's, no, just, it's fun picking yeah, with each other. It's just fun picking. Um, but like Hannah mentioned, like inside the Discord, you can tell the differences in the mentality of magic versus flesh and blood. Flesh and blood yeah. has become its own inner circle community yeah. that talks together, communicates together, laughs together, picks with, with each other. And magic is like several small groups of people people who yeah. knew each other before or met each other here but they don't often communicate outside of magic no and i think that's probably just simply the age of magic and how long a lot of people have been in it because once you've been in a hobby for a long time it's not the first thing you think about every day you know it's 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 not the focus of your of your hobbies that is a hobby that i do but i also do these other things with flesh and blood it's so new and so exciting still even a few years in that we built a community out of like we we had a bonding experience of here's this thing that we can all talk about a lot not just how powerful is my deck but did you read this lore did you see how this thing interacted with that yeah or magic's like how powerful is your deck is it a seven or is it eight or do you you don't play cedh then screw off you know like you were actually chastised a little bit for not playing competitive magic i was by a judge of all people so one of the uh, coolest things while you guys are catching up on the reading there yeah. about the flesh and blood discord is the fact that you can be like, Hey, this person's streaming a tier list. This happened last night and all of us will jump on there and we'll just be talking Discuss about it. it. Yeah. Just yeah. talking like as a community. Yeah. And you know, that's kind of why we're throwing out these things toward the magic community. Cause we want, we want the exponential growth. Yeah. There's a lot of fun in that little shit talk that we're doing. Sure. But it's fun. It's but, nothing but it's different. You know, uh, Friendly shit talk is way different than yeah. I actually think poorly of you. I mean, you know? for example, like me and Cody be arguing all the time because he's wrong and I'm right. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. But, but it's okay to be wrong sometimes, sometimes Cody. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> Cody can't help he's wrong. Like, yeah, even though he's like always in top two. But see, <laughs> the crazy thing is he has the same mentality as I do. He just probably won't admit it where he doesn't think he's ever wrong either. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, for me, it's a lot of fun. So uh, Paneros mentioned something about how uh, they're shocked at how close of a community, how active we, we are down here, which for me is normal. 
Yeah. Because right? this is what I have always put. Because my house, even before I started the, the guild, has always been the place to go to play the game. D&D, uh, you know, has, has been in my house ever since I've had a house. Um, it's just the place to go. So I'm, I'm used to a very active friend base of people who play the same games. And I came here, and that's what I brought into it was that this is normal let's chat let's all be friends let's all communicate you know you need a few extra bucks because you're leaking oil and you didn't have any here's a few extra bucks you know you need a ride somewhere we can probably handle that as long as it's not too far off you know somebody has a a loss in the family we're all there you know um we we're close Mm -hmm. uh and that shows like the magic community is beginning to get that way too um We've got several people from the Magic community that have grown with us. Uh, we got a lot of new players that are yeah. beginning to experience how we do things here, which is a lot more close-knit and, and casual fun instead of just come out here to we'll pass. See, and that's where I think the big difference is, where on Flesh and Blood, you know, it's, it's definitely a casual atmosphere with some competitive that's cool, insight. Huh? Like... You you get competitive when you need to be, but yeah, for the most CC. part, yeah. But for the most part, it's just casual and laid back. Whereas when it comes to magic, there's two different types of communities within the magic community. There are, yeah. You have the casual community who are just laid back, very socially open, things like that, and then you have the competitive community who are just closed off. As we describe it, it's a right. job. They're, they're, they're doing a job. Every time I've ever been in the magic Discord channel because i am building magic decks yeah so there's there's a there has been a gauntlet thrown yeah. down and we're going to eventually have to do a, a themed day so magic people players versus flesh blood players that, that would be what i can say is that the magic community has been for the most part very welcoming and very insightful because i didn't know what elf ball was until i went into the dang you know what i mean yeah, yeah. And so they, they've helped me with that. They've This dude linked an app to me that I didn't know existed. They've answered all the questions I've had. They're, they're generally good people. I'm not, I'm not like trying to say that flesh and blood players are better than magic players by any means. But what I'm trying to say is that, you know, flesh the, and blood is a better game. At, at the end of the day, we're, we're two it, communities under the same guild. Exactly. Yeah. Let's I mean, just, we, we've got two different communities one of them just is older yeah and again that's where I think a lot of it comes through is like a lot of people who play magic have been playing magic for 10 to 20 years they were playing well the difference is they were playing magic before the store opened yeah a lot of flesh and blood people so they had built communities outside grew as the store grew yeah Yeah. they they grew inside here and became part of this family originally exactly where the other ones have that they're kind of an implanted family some growing naturally like Randall for instance who began to play in here and he you can has see adopted the store as his own. You can yeah. see the different aspects of of that within the community. Yeah. Though. And that being said, we actually have made a, a concerted effort recently. Yeah. To, that's what I'm getting at, Scott. Um, see, my first night playing Magic, almost every part I was top. Yeah. They're they're really good guys. Sometimes they play competitively, and sometimes they hit really probably too hard. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, for a casual event. There's always going to be that one though. No matter. There's one in Flesh and Blood. We just don't have them here. Yeah, well, like, um, Randall likes to play uh, a couple cards that do land destruction. And and it's fun at a certain point. It's not fun ever to play against land destruction. You you lose your fun because you can't do anything, especially if it's, like, destroyed your whole thing. You're just sitting there watching somebody else show show their cards off. And that's not fun after a certain point. So almost every Magic player has gone through that phase. Of I want to play blue counter deck and nothing else. I want to play land destruction deck, something yeah. that just like this is fun for me. And then they realize, well, shit, nobody else wants to play with this. So let's try something else. There, I absolutely love alternate win conditions. Anybody in the world can beat someone with a stick until their health is zero. Well, that, that's what commander does. Is often you're not winning by health. Your commander damage, poison damage, uh, milled out. Um, you know you're. You're getting hit in some other way, some alternate See, condition. I love that. I do too because it keeps you on your toes. You got four different things you're having to watch at one time, you know, instead of just health. 
in fact, most time in commander, your health is just a resource. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, anyway, so what we did here, so. yeah. I, when I get below ten, that's when I start looking at it. Yeah. Uh, so, what we did, what we did recently, was we separated Friday Night Magic into only casual. I decided that Friday Night Magic has gotten so many people who have been playing long enough now that they've been they've been building the same decks up and up and up and up to a certain point that that deck has slipped from casual to barely into or or deep into the competitive arena maybe not quite cedh yet but it's not casual anymore um poison yeah poison is the bane of any game if you get 10 poison you're dead oh what yeah that's it i mean i do like that win condition but i bet it is is it pretty hard to get them off no really there's like two or three cards in the game that would get poison off of you no, I mean, I'm like, is it pretty hard to put poison on someone? No. Okay. No, and there's even things that let you make more poison when it, when you already have some. Proliferate will take a counter and then increase it. Anyway. Interesting. Uh, in fact, what is it? There's a, is it a Traxa? That, or is it Avison who will do the whole, like, you got a poison counter, I proliferate like nine times, and you're, you're dead. So, a Traxa will proliferate at your end step. Yeah. Uh there's a Vrasta Planeswalker that her ultimate gets you at nine poison counters. That's it, yeah. And then... And then um, uh, if you proliferate, you get one more of that yeah. counter, so you're dead. So you're dead. Yeah. So... <laughs> um, no. Uh, anyway, yeah. so we separated Magic into two games. Two two games. Friday Night Magic is now free. Free you to play. Here, every you don't have a $10 now. buy-in. Uh, sometimes it, if, if people want to have like a tournament level type thing... We'll put together uh, a bracket, run through it, have some fun with that. The prize pool obviously had to come down significantly. Uh, we're giving out the promo packs and things like that because, you know, with no buy-in, I can't really afford to just give away a lot of stuff. Yeah. But we now are doing probably twice a month or so uh, competitive magic events. This Saturday, uh, we'll, these will never be on Friday. Friday Night Magic will always just be Friday Night Magic. Yeah. Uh, this Saturday is our first one. It's a Commander Pods win a box. First place takes a whole box home. Oh, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, but it is a $15 entry. Every single person who plays gets a pack of cards. Uh, one set booster pack. Whether you win, lose, uh, you, know, you just got to come in, sign up, pay, play. You get you a pack. That's interesting. Um, I like that. And then, so that's a $6 value right there. So realistically, you're putting $11 into the chance to win a hundred and forty-ish dollar box. So I know that uh, we we've talked about it many times on the the podcast here. Uh, we know we've got ProQuest coming up. Every, yeah, everybody knows what ProQuest is. You want to go ahead and remind everybody what day that is for the. Yeah, so ProQuest we have it set for October 29th at one p.m. That is important. Yep. Remember one p.m. Yep. not That's five. Like why we I keep bringing it up because it is at one. But a little a little birdie. Birdie's name is Joey. Told me there might be some big mag- magic event coming up. Something about a time, something or another. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, we are running low on time. We are ending today at ten thirty, uh, about an hour early. Um, we've got some things we have to get taken care of. Uh, so so while we're on the pro quest, let's just go ahead and talk about that for a minute. Yep. And then we'll go to the time twister. So pro quest is let me see if i can get the the correct way of saying it is uh right here the pathway to the next pro tour begins with pro quest more than 400 pro quest events taking place around the world there are two places in all of alabama that have been invited to do a pro quest us i really wish i remembered the Uh, name i'll look it up while you look it up a store in huntsville uh so we are one of two in the state uh which i'm extremely proud of that you guys have built this up to to do this. Um, The winner of each pro quest will receive an invite to the next Flesh and Blood Pro Tour unless they have already qualified via a pro quest event, in which case the invitation will be awarded to the finalist. Pro quests are are also a great opportunity to grind XP and climb to the leaderboards. They offer six times the standard amount of XP, and this is on your gym gym account. Uh, Six times... Uh, lastly, ProQuest events are competitive, but also open entry, allowing newer and older players to come together for some truly exceptional gameplay. So, it will be a classic constructed format. Uh, 
and we'll be on what is it, the 29th at 1 o'clock. We will have a lot of people here that aren't necessarily from this store all the time. Our community will open up, as it always is willing to do, to have other people show up and play some games and just have a good, fun time. And the winner of it gets to actually get an invite to the Pro Tour. That would be uh, Lucky Dice Cafe in Huntsville. Lucky Dice in Huntsville. They're doing theirs on the 28th at 12 o'clock. So the day before ours. Yeah, they're doing theirs Saturday. So that's an important event weekend for people who really want to try this. You can. I can pretty much imagine that the the group from Gear Gaming will probably be there as well. Probably so. Um, like, let's look at this event locator. Uh, I was hoping it would actually be that map that it was showing in the picture. So, let's see address. Let's just do Alabama. We got a few more than no. Those two. are armory. Those are armories. Oh, you all should armories probably you should proquest it. Uh, yeah, proquest season CC. four CC yeah. right there. Yeah. Now hit search. All right, we got that's us. Okay, yep, and one. then lucky dice. There's lucky dice. Level up games. That's Georgia. That's Georgia. We got Louisiana, Tennessee, Kentucky. Is that Arkansas or Arizona? Arkansas. Yeah, AZ is Arizona. Kentucky, Florida, Florida, Tennessee, Tennessee, North Carolina. Yeah, so there's two. And um, tw- there it is, 23 and 22 days away. So y'all have got plenty of time to get some some uh, some games in, perfect your deck. Really give it a, a good try. Unless um, you're like, you don't have what a we're going to try to do is I'm putting a $25 entry on this. The winner of the event, if they accept the win and they actually go to the Pro Tour, uh, we're going to use all, I'm going to have that money set aside and I'll probably get something like a Visa prepaid card or something like that with it. And I'm going to give that to the person once they accept the invitation are actually going to go if they're accepting it and they're going to sell it that's fine that's on them they sold it you know we'll use that money then to increase prize support for a while for flesh and blood in the store whatever it comes down to i would uh i would really like to see someone from the store win but regardless good luck to whoever does absolutely you know may the best person win um you know, I'm, we're a little biased because the store yeah. is, is, my homies. is we're all family here. Yeah. But the greater family of flesh and blood, the people who make this game fun to play and honestly just make it a game is the full-on community of it. Everybody we've had come here from other stores, Huntsville, um, gamer, gamer, uh, Gear Gaming, um, everybody has been really, really like-minded. Yeah. yeah, you know, like sometimes the, a little quiet when they first come into the store, which is expected because we yeah. have such a tight knit. Almost, a, I try to avoid it, but it's, it's almost clickish because we all know each other's name and we all sit and chat with each other. But we're open. You know, once they've realized that we're open for people to come and sit with us and chat with us, they they open up and they all have. The um, last guy I was talking to, and for the life of me, I cannot remember his name, uh, but I think it was Alex. He was here during the Monarch draft. The oh, the, the yeah, um, the du- uh, Dust Till Dawn pre-release. Yeah, the uh, he was he was talking about how just blown away he was by how like just our community here. So that's pretty awesome yeah. to me. And Magnolia and Huntsville got a draft pro quest on the twenty first. Oh yeah, that this would be just the classic constructed one. Yeah. Um, All the ads. Dice. Yeah, that, that's that the difference. Got a draft yeah. Hannah talking about the ads, but uh, real quick, ads. Hannah, if you were subscribed, you wouldn't have those. She ads. has said that she a broke student. We have to give her a little pass on that for a little while, but eventually that five dollars. <laughs> she, if she has Amazon Prime, she has the free subscription. Or even if her family does, and they're not using it, that's true. That's right. Um, the ads. I'm sorry, we tried to turn them off. We did. You know, we don't get, but. I mean, fractions of a penny for every ad that come in. Yeah. So I was like, we have so few followers right now. It would be different if we had like 20,000 people watching. 
you know, that, that number stacks up after a while. Yeah. Then y'all well, can just watch the ads. Eight viewers, that, that one penny that we're going to make today off ads really ain't worth it for everybody who's watching. So we try, but if, if you're a subscriber, you get no ads. And if you have subscribed, please consider resubscribing. I hate having to plug shit like this, but I know, I know personally for myself, I forgot that Twitch wasn't a proper subscription where yeah. you say, I'm going to subscribe to that person and it just does it. It's not, it's not, basically you're, you're paying people once a month. It's not really a subs- subscription. Pretty much. You know, subscriptions are, I forgot about it and now it's just going to keep happening. Just, <laughs> just FYI though, we're, we're not really pocketing anything. It's no, going I'm, I'm straight to into off the this stream. Like $1,500 I'm putting yeah. in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Um, see, I met and talked to Cody a lot at the Atlanta Battle Hard. Yeah, uh, oh, Cody's, so you, Cody's a good guy. You've met the worst, and you just come meet the rest of us. Yeah, uh, Paneros. Is Jeff, is it Jeff or is Who's it uh, uh, the guy with the long uh, white that's, hair? That's yeah. Uh, the, the, lives the out close of, to Pell City. Jeff, I don't mean this rude. The older gentleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Jeffrey with yeah. the G. Well, he's probably younger than me, man. Like, <laughs> is he? And, when he don't dye his hair, look at his hair. I don't. <laughs> Everything's black, white, and gray to me, man. Why you call me That's out like true. that? That's true. Why you call me out like that? Dude, I told you before, I like the the natural better because yeah. it made you look like you're the same age as me. So oh, we had I wasn't a, alone here. One of my buddies that I went to school with went bald at James 15. James has got amazing so. hair, so his, and he's, even though he's older than me, it doesn't matter. So one, of your, one of your buddies went bald. Yeah, at 15. Have you seen Wes's hair? No, how thin it is? Yeah, exactly. It's so thin you can see his scalp. Well, to be and it has West really always tall. been that way. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we shaved his head one time, like, um, just for fun, and we got to think we got worried that it was never going to come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, Jeff has visited us as well. Really good fun. Um. Yeah, if I, Pen, Pen, uh, Paneros is that um, is that the other Jacob, not Jacob Davis, but the one who was hanging out here at, at pre-release? You weren't here. I don't think so. I think he's from Gardendale. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, because he used to play at Warrior. That's true. Anyway, Paneros, it's always nice to have you in here. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm just trying to think of people who were new to to it because he said he was. They said they were new here. So anyway. real quick. Uh, Jeremy is our Huntsville guy that you're thinking of, likely. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, Jeremy is kind of the uh, for in, in my in my experience the Huntsville group's ambassador. You know, the one who's really trying to grow it because Jeremy's the one who reached out to me. Hey, what day are y'all going to do y'all's ProQuest on? Because we're trying to schedule things up here. You know, is he? Uh, is Jeremy the guy that plays Kano by any chance? Ooh, man. You're talking about three months ago. Yeah. Uh, so, but that I mean, memory's been dumped. Kano players <laughs> always stick together. No, I mean, I get that, but you got to play more. Okay, than Noah. I, thank yeah. you. That's Noah. Um, anyway, um, what I was getting at is the ProQuest is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we don't have a ton more time, so I do want to step over into Magic for a minute. Uh, I know most people watching right now are flesh and blood, but we've got some magic folks. Oh, yeah. uh, the Doctor, well, let's not talk too much about it, but um, on Wargamer.com, they've got a, and, and many other places, this is the best one i found right now. They have leaked um, every one of the new Doctor cards from the first all the way up to, let's see, we got 11, I 12, 13, yep. So there's a new mechanic that says you've got all 13 Doctors, you win the game. Oh, really? Can you have them all in the same deck? That's going to be tough to do. Yeah, that's yeah. that's hard. Because, oh no, let's see. White, blue, yeah, blue, green. You have to have, have, to have a different commander, a five-color commander. Yeah. Are they all five colors? No, they're all two. Because I've you seen red, three different you symbols. Red, blue, you got red, blue, you got white, blue, blue, red, green, blue. Um, now, obviously, they do, it looks like, Yasmin Khan. It doesn't say. Oh, what what's that? Uh, partner. Partner. It, yeah, yeah, it doesn't say partner on here. Oh. So I don't know if that 
counts because how is this red card in a blue-green? Oh, thanks. Thank you for the Tier 1 gift sub there, Pinner. Paneros, Paneros, and congratulations to King That's Gavin. G. Yeah, Gavin. Ooh, Gavin. Congrats, Gavin. Got to hop back to work stuff, but the Doctor Who stuff does look quite fun. The game. And yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so we... Comes out Friday. It is coming out this next Friday. Uh, we will be getting some of it. Uh, we're not going to do a major event with it. We're just no. going to do our normal, regular yeah. events. Um, just on the... Honestly, things kind of got away from us, and we couldn't schedule it out properly. Yeah. We had so many other things happening that the timeline just didn't work very well for us. But that doesn't mean that at some point we won't do another um, pre-con, event. pre-con event that will let us open up things like just playing with these. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, that's definitely need, we need to talk about the time twister there we invitational. Go. Uh, this is what Alan was uh, alluring, alluding to earlier. <clears throat> so this will be on February 17th. So I know this is a good so, far way away. Yeah, so plenty of time. Um, the last I saw, which has been a couple weeks ago, we were over 25 different stores. And then he's up to thir- in about eight different states. Are I want to say 32. 32 stores think, and damn. probably up to eight to ten states at this point. Yeah. Um, I know Vegas, somebody from Vegas was going to be coming out. So there's a representative all the way from out there. Well, that's cool. Um, so each store will run their own invitational event. Uh, ours will be on February 17th at 4 p.m. Um, it's a normal Commander Pod event. Up to 20 cards can be uh, proxies. And that's pretty much the rules. Uh, there's no strange deck build. You just come out, you know, basically no holds barred besides the standard um, rules of of commander uh, entry is going to be $20 $10 of that goes back to Lango Productions uh, to help pay for the Time Twister um, Time Twister is a uh, Joey tell me about Time Twister a little bit more while, while I bring it up Time Twister is one of the original Power 9 cards um, yeah. you know uh, the Black Lotus uh that group of cards time twister is a part of that yeah so this is one of the this is a the time twister let's see if I can get that a little bigger for people not much blood it up boom there you go so just like all the other power nine the individual strength of this card has kind of been overshadowed a little bit over the years Um, but that doesn't change the fact that the time twister has is, is one of the more expensive cards to add to any collection. It's 43 stores. 43 stores now. Yeah. How many states does it say? doesn't say. Okay. So notice here the value of this one damaged is over $4,000. That's a lot of money. Um, and the one that they're putting up is heavily played, not not damaged. So that's about... We're calling it about five. Yeah, five to six. Roughly, f- yeah. Four to five is a feasible number yeah. to actually get if you would need to sell it. If... We get a total of, I think it's 1,400 players sign up. And obviously over the course of 30, what, 38? 43. 43 stores. So far. Uh, 1,400 is almost definite going to happen, right? Uh, they're going to upgrade from, from the unlimited heavily played to a lightly played um, beta. beta time beta. pusher. Not just... A lightly played beta time twister. One signed by Richard Garfield. Richard Garfield, the creator of the damn game, signed it. So this lightly played is sitting right around sixteen thousand. We're we're saying probably around About eighteen 20, to twenty. Yeah, is the range. So well, if you come out, you play, you win the invitational. The invitational gives you the invitation, much yeah. like how the ProQuest is. Gives yeah. you the invitation to play the main event. Now, is that one going to be one of the Huntsville Flip Trade shows, or has no? It, it's going to be. Um, I think tentatively it's going to be at the Pelham Civic Center. Oh, right now? Okay. Um, so, anyway, it's going to be at one of the flip trade shows uh, sometime right after February. Just depends on uh, the size. I, I chose one of the last events yeah. to give us plenty of time out. I think you said next summer. Yeah, it um, won't be far I'm not away. Sure. Yeah. So, if you play, you win local. You can travel to other stores. Every store that has signed up, all 43 stores that have signed up, you can travel to every one of them if you want to. 
and try to get better and better and better and eventually win. I believe the first game is going to be at Gamer Geeks and Warrior yep. because Mike it's is one of the guys Saturday. who is the guy who's putting the cards up um, to actually uh, as a prize. Uh, no, no, Saturday, Saturday afternoon. The 21st. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. The 21st the is 21st. the first event. So if you started there and you made a, a little bit of a journey every week to go play at multiple events, you're going to eventually, first off, your chances are higher and higher. Yeah, and then you're experiencing a ton of extremely competitive players and decks, so you can just build your deck better and better. With twenty proxies, I mean, you can get away with a lot of big stuff if you if you already have a decent deck to start with. You know, those like if you need a guy's cradle, you, you proxy that one. You, you buy your hundred dollar card, you proxy your thousand dollar card. Yeah, you know? they. Um and it's a commander format. It is commander yeah. pods. Okay. Every standard normal play. Every store qualifier also gets an exclusive set of D6. That's right. From Misty that. Mountain Dice. Misty Mountain is sending us uh, exclusive D6s that they made just for this event. Um, but they have little hourglasses on. I don't know what they're going to have. That would be really cool, though. Yeah. If they thought about doing that. But the, the 20. Um, and the And it's going to be their stone dice. The Ooh, store. Stone yeah. dice are nice. That the player who represents. The, let's phrase it correctly. The store's representative uh-huh. that wins the whole event uh-huh. will get to pick a du- a dual land to then run a dual land event at their store after that. Um, Which so, is like a five or six hundred dollar curtain. Yeah, at least Scott's here. He said the door was locked. Oh yeah. Uh, anywhere between. Yeah, go ahead. And let him know for anywhere between three and five hundred dollars for a dual land. Um, at that store after this, so it just the, it just seems to keep giving and giving and giving. This event does. I'm really excited about it. We've never done anything this competitive. This is a cool event. Like I, I, I'm huge. not even a Magic player, and I'm excited. It's huge, right? I want to. I mean, I'm pretty sure some people are just going to come out and watch it. You know? No, oh, yeah, uh, that'd be cool. With all of our live streaming setting up, that's one of the goals is to have mo- the whole store ready to be streamed for the event. Because the streaming plans that I have is I'm going to have a camera out in the store to where we can turn on the stream when we come in for the day, probably a couple hours in after we get all the cleaning up and stuff done. Um, turn on stream and you just see the store, you know, on, on stream. So we what? have buttons across the store that I can walk over. Like when I walk up to the front, I have another camera in that area with a mic up there. I can hit my, my stream deck button that changes to the scene that is just the front. So people come in, they bring in trades, or we have uh, a bit of one of the local characters, I can say, come up to start talking weird stories, and we can just have that on. Uh, we'll have a sign, hey, how you doing? What does it take to be a judge in Magic? A lot. A lot. <laughs> really? Even like so, level zero? No, level zero is fairly simple. Yeah. You take your, your rules advisor test. Uh, y'all scoot in. Let, let, let Scott sit down. Come on, Scott. Um, scoot over. I ain't scared. You can help me talk the, uh, crap about the magic. The rules advisor is a, I'm not going to say it's a simple test, but it's a test that you can take over and over. Yeah. Um, so you fail it, you look at it, that's readjust, take it over. Pretty much the same that's as That's how most was. first level judge tests are. And then um, to become a level one judge, you have to get... <laughs> A level a two recommendation from a level two judge who says that they'll hey, sign that, off this on is a good you. Folk. Yeah, really, they'll, they'll sign off on you and be a level one judge, and then you have to pass another test. That gives you the invite to pass the to take um, the next test, which is okay. super hard. Two weeks in between test attempts. So I know for the flesh and blood ones, when I was going through getting judge and everything, there's some stupid, ridiculously hard questions. Yes, well, they have to be right. Mm-hmm. Because if you're judging a major event like Pro Tour, right, or uh, Magic Con, you're going to have some interactions that haven't happened ever. With Flesh and Blood, you only got a few years, so it's a little bit more simple. Yeah. With Magic, you've got over 30 years of some strange stuff that can interact with each other in weird ways. Uh, especially when you start to play stack stuff where you've got four different things happening at different times creating other events to happen that may have been stopped two cards ago but then that two cards ago only triggered because the first card and then like if you stopped that one did the first card even have things like that oh, it's so like, it's Kano yeah it's all types of really I was weird to say, it's literally just Kano yeah it's, it's <laughs> level upon level of crazy and then if when you pass again you take an attempt two weeks later you can try it again and in our experience they will change the they have an endless pool of questions. Um, it's like, then you got to pay seventy five, yep, seventy five dollars, to then get your. 
Uh, Some of the flesh and blood questions were nothing to do with the actual game. No, see, flesh and blood and Pokemon, they do a lot different where where it's uh, the event, scheduling the event, behaviors, Mm -hmm. stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Magic is you're expected to know that stuff no matter what. Yeah. The the craziness of the the rules for the cards will are endless. And 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 flesh and blood will eventually get there once it's a thirty year old game too. Yeah, I, I remember one of the one question that specifically got me that I just didn't know the answer to and I'll never forget it was when is it okay to concede a match and suffer no penalty? Yeah. But those are important things to know, though. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I know why it's on there. I was like, yeah, that's a good question. But I don't know the answer to this. I've never done this situation before. I guessed. I missed the crap out of it. But I guessed. Yeah. Now, the good thing is these tests don't typically cost to take them. Now, this, we we have a hard line time today uh, to be able to get this taken care of. Uh, 1029, we're going to have to go ahead and start saying our outs. Uh, thank you, you for guys. coming in, Scott. Bye, Scott. <laughs> for the whole uh, two minutes. Thank <laughs> you, everybody, for showing up and coming out and supporting yeah, us. I appreciate it. Uh, this one will actually be up on Spotify later. Not like last Today. week. Yeah. Uh, we're changing the day after thing to just the, as soon as it's available that evening, Joey's just going to start moving it over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey's been slacking here lately. Joey has just slacked off, and, you know, Horrible I'm person. about fed up with it. He's streaming too much. He's, he's trying to yeah. play games um, too much. Check with us later. Speaking of the stream, check with us later today. We're going to post our new stream schedule. I will be on stream at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. A stream in some form will be happening. Um, subject to business. Subject. Well, like we'll be starting it, but we might yeah. have to walk away yeah. and, and take care of some work. All right, guys. Uh, we appreciate everybody coming in. Uh, please consider resubscribing or subscribing if you haven't already subscribed. Uh, share it. And um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you. See ya.